Uh, is this thing still on? It's been a while. This show's been on hiatus for a couple of months. I told you that Doug and I were going to put something together, the likes of which you had not ever seen before, and I still plan to do that. But it's not going to happen in the immediate future because I've got bigger things on my plate right now. So what I wanted to do was, well, something. And uh, Doug and I started talking, and he said, Hey, um, hey, remember the Deeper Thought podcast you did a couple of years ago? Doug and I decided that we could go through some of those episodes. Over the next several weeks, several months, you're going to get access to what you previously weren't able to. Hopefully, this little provocation will help you sell something that you haven't sold before. And uh, stay tuned for these episodes as they drop week over week. I think you're going to take something away from them. I know you're going to be entertained by them. And uh, I just, I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. My name's Jeff Bajoric, and my career in sales has been a hell of a ride. And I want to bring you along with me. If you prefer to sell things at a premium, if you never want to win a deal on price, rethink the way you sell. Welcome back to the show. Well, perhaps welcome for the first time to the show. My name is Jeff Bajoric. I'm your host, and I'm here to help you rethink the way you sell. Now, if this is your first time, thank you for being here. This is episode five in season two. I'm going to encourage you to go back to episode one of season two, and I'm going to encourage you to listen to at least those first two episodes, if not all four. You're not that far behind. You don't have far to catch up. Please uh, do that. It'll give you so much more context for what it is that I'm laying out here for you as I break down the difference between top performers in sales and basically everybody else. Um, really, the, the biggest difference and the easiest way to articulate it, the crib notes, if you will, is the difference between top performers and let's call them regular or mediocre performers is the same as the difference between those that know and those that do. And the, the top performers are relentless at executing. And most salespeople are too busy trying to gain more knowledge, hoping that that means it's going to become easier for them. And that is, um, well, it's a fallacy. It's hard. It's supposed to be hard. I make it hard on purpose sometimes. Hopefully never harder than it's supposed to be, but lean into that difficulty because that is the point. That's a mindset that top performers get. I'm going to talk about that mindset in an episode later this season, but I wanted to lay that out for you and uh, help you understand a little more context here. So today I want to talk about the why. I want to talk about the purpose the drive, and really the purpose behind the drive that allows or encourages or forces even a top performer to act the way they do and execute the way they do. You'll never meet a top performer, a very, very high performer who isn't driven by something purposeful. And it can be a lot of things. Uh, it can be any of a lot of things. But I've never met a top performer who isn't very aligned between what they do why they do it, and who they are. That alignment's really, really important. That's why I do things like the what is your why exercise. That's why I help people understand what it is they're trying to accomplish at a bigger scale, at a macro level, so that they can perform better at this micro level. But when your purpose is driving you, you are focused on an outcome, laser focused on an outcome. And when you can have that kind of laser focused, it, 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 it makes so many other things possible. That focus helps you to create disciplines. Now, disciplines are doing the things that you don't want to do 
because you know they need to be done anyway. Sometimes those things can be delegated. Sometimes that's just the job. And look, I'm a big fan of, you know, orienting your job, orienting your career, orienting your life around the things that really bring you the most fulfillment, satisfaction, and joy. But sometimes, you know, you you just got to do it. You just got to fill out the CRM because you know there's a bigger purpose behind that. It helps you stay organized. It helps you communicate clearly. You know, I don't like taking out the garbage either, but if I don't take the garbage out, then, you know, the, 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 the garage starts to smell funny. My wife doesn't like me. You know, there's, there's the other repercussions to that, right? So we do things that we don't want to do because our purpose is bigger than that. And it helps us to do the things that we don't necessarily want to do, but we know that we need to do. Do you have the discipline to do those things? Or are you running away from them, making excuses for yourself that this should be someone else's job, this doesn't need to be done at all, or isn't there an app for that, right? Are you coming at this from the the concept of, hey, it's got to happen and the buck stops with me? Or are you really just complaining? You got to look in the mirror and you got to decide that. When you have those focus, or when you have that focus rather, and you have those disciplines down, you have to use that momentum to create boundaries as well. Now, this is the tough part because, you know, high performers aren't necessarily doing more things than average performers. They're just doing different things. They have really strong boundaries. And this is difficult for salespeople because most salespeople are trained to say yes as often as possible. And hey, it's a lot more fun to say yes than it is to say no. But if you're not doing the things that only you can do, who's going to do them? And if you're being distracted or if you are shifting or or really violating your own priorities and doing things that aren't going to move the needle, then that is a waste of time. You know, really high performers... They're not scrolling social media you know, endlessly looking for a silver bullet. They're out there getting the work done. They may spend all the time in the world on social media once they have their job done, which means you might still find them on Instagram you know, liking your story at 10.30 on a Wednesday morning. But that just meant that they've done their stuff already or they have their stuff delegated to another time where maybe that's just their free time. Maybe that's, you know, the 15 minute rest block that they've built in before their focused deep work boundaries. And I talk about that in terms of the calendar, right? Would your calendar be used as evidence against you in a court of law to convict you of being in sales? I borrowed that from Mike Weinberg, right? Like your calendar is really, you know, we, for all the talk about priorities and what's really important to us, what we do tells people what's important to us. So do you have those necessary boundaries put in place in your calendar? Do you have those prospecting blocks set? Do you have the time set aside to do your follow-up correspondence, to write your thank you notes, to send a token of your appreciation, to do the stuff that you know will move the needle? If you don't, that is one of the reasons that you're not getting the job done. 
Look, you're going to hear me say this again, but there are only two ways to sell more. There's only two things you can do to sell more. One is spend more time selling. Second is to make sure you're advancing your sales process at every possible opportunity. But number one is spend more time selling. And I don't mean spending more time acting like you're in sales and looking busy for the sake of looking busy. I mean, are you doing, are you executing the blocking and tackling, so to speak, of what a sales job requires? The the other thing along this purpose-driven thread that I'm pulling on here is um, great salespeople, top performers, they're organized. Now, they're organized in their own way. They don't always have the cleanest desks. They don't always have the cleanest cars. They can't always find everything exactly where you would put it, you know, when they organize their computers and their storage and things like that. But they know what to get. They know where to get it, how to get it, and they can get it quickly. So they have their own organization. They have their own systems. But that system enables them to move quickly. It enables them to move efficiently. It enables them to act. How many times have you been held up by something because you can't remember where you stored that file? You went to search it on the computer and it's not coming up. And, oh, maybe that was on the other computer, whatever. We've all, most of us have been there. I'm certainly not as good at this part as I could be. And I'm working to fix that because I know it gets in my way. But when you feel organized physically, you will also be organized mentally. And that lack of friction in your mental processes allows you to execute a lot better. So when we go back to it, it's the, the people, the top performing sales professionals, they're better at executing because they are better at removing the obstacles that get in the way of them executing. And what I wanted to mention today were really what comes down to four specific aspects, focus, discipline, strong boundaries, and good organization. Now, over the next week or so, I'm going to talk to Larry Levine, and I'm going to share that episode with you. Uh, Larry talks about a sales manifesto. Manifesto is one of my favorite words. It's just a cool one to say. And uh, we had a really good talk. Actually, a couple of years ago, I'm, I'm repurposing a conversation I had with him for another podcast um, that I had. And I think you're going to take a lot out of that. I'm also going to spend a few minutes with you talking about what happens when you have too many whys, right? We all like to jump on this bandwagon of, oh, yeah, this is my why. This is my purpose. Okay, well, what happens when you have too many? You know, when you have too many priorities, you have zero priorities. So it's important to evaluate your own mindset as it relates to what's important to you. And, uh, you know, are the things that are driving you, are they all under the umbrella of one big thing? Or are you literally pulling yourself in multiple directions trying to get too many things done and not being able to do any of them well. This is a big deal. This is really where, where really high potential teams don't reach that potential. It's because things get in the way that prevent them from executing. And if you think your team is struggling, you think your team could use a little tune-up, you think your team could use you know, a, an evaluation, hey, give me a call. Shoot me an email. 
jb at jeffbajorek.com. There are a lot of ways to find me. Um, let, let's have a conversation about that. There are probably a lot of ways that I can help. And I think the biggest one, or the, one of the simplest ways that I think I can help is um, through this podcast. That's why I'm doing it. So if you like what you're hearing, subscribe, tell a friend, you know, follow me on LinkedIn or, or go to my website, jeffbajorek.com, sign up for the mailing list, and uh, you'll hear about some of the webinars that we're doing associated with this content. There is an ebook almost ready. It's with my designer right now, and you know that is going to be published uh, very soon. That'll let you dig into the material that we've already covered here, as well as, uh, you know, you can get ahead of this podcast a little bit and get a little foreshadowing into what is in the pipeline. So thanks for spending a few minutes with me here. I'm really looking forward to sharing the next couple of episodes with you before we move on to a new topic. And I will talk to you again very, very soon. Rethink the way you sell is a pot about it production. It's mixed and edited by Doug Branson, with music by Blue Dot Sessions and Doug Branson. This podcast is masterminded by Jeff Bajorek.